Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Now for our story. This morning, in the pleasant kitchen of Aunt Mary's farmhouse on Willow Road, since Randy Lane was sleeping late, only Aunt Mary, Lefty Larkin, and Peggy Douglas, Aunt Mary's niece, were gathered around the table. You didn't even touch your breakfast, Peggy. Oh, I'm just not hungry. Well, you can't go around until noon on just orange juice and coffee. It's not good for you. Oh, Lefty, really? I hope you're not getting some silly idea about dieting or some nonsense like that. If women only knew, men don't like them to look like skin and bone. Oh, now, Lefty, don't you worry about Peggy. She's perfect as she is, and she's going to stay that way. She won't if she's like a canary bird. She'll catch up at lunchtime, won't you, dear? Yes, of course I will, Aunt Mary. There. Lefty, more coffee? No, thanks. Well, it won't be long now until Lisa will be getting into Chicago. That's right, she will. I wonder if Dell will meet her at the station. Oh, I doubt it. Dell's not much of an early riser. What with late hours at the nightclub. That's so. She usually puts the place to bed, as she calls it. <laughs> Hope she and Lisa are going to like each other. I think they will. What makes you so sure, Aunt Mary? For my money, Lisa and Dell Shipley won't make a very good combination. I just wish you hadn't asked any favors of Dell. Oh, but Lefty... Dale's such a warm, understanding person. Understanding, eh? Well, I guess you knew what you're doing. But I certainly wouldn't expect much results from sending Lisa Fenner to Dale. I do, though. Well, anyway, Lisa's gone. You did the best you could for her. I suppose that's just about the end of her, as far as we're concerned. The end? No, Lefty, I, I don't think it is. What do you mean? Well, just that I'm pretty sure Adele will keep track of Lisa and how she's getting along. And that we ought to be having some first-hand information before too long when Dell comes down here. Dell, Coming down here? Well, why should she be? I asked her to. You asked Dell Shipley to come to Wakefield? Mm-hmm. What on earth for, Aunt Mary? 
Just when everything's going along nice and peaceful, you go and ask her to come down here uh, and... Leslie, there's something I want to discuss with Dell. Now, you don't have to see her. That's your affair. For that matter, Dell may rather not see you. Hmm. But she's exactly the person I need for a project I have in mind. Project? Now what... Well, I'll tell you about it if you won't sputter and fume so. You want me to? Yes. You know I do. Well, you know that room at the Brown Palace Hotel? They call it the Palm Room, where they always used to have the odd fellows' banquets and such? Yeah. What about it? Well, I went to that meeting at the schoolhouse the other night, and we talked about the young people around here. It seems they have no place to go. Um, to amuse themselves, I mean. What's the matter with the Bijou Theater? They change the bill twice each week. Well, yes, I know, Lefty. But young people want more than an occasional movie. They need a place where they can get together, dance, play ping pong and things like that. Peggy, doesn't it sound like a good idea to you? Yes, Aunt Mary, it sounds fine. We'd have a good record machine and a lot of popular records. And that's why I asked Dell to come down. You know, she's so good at getting people into the mood to enjoy themselves. I'm sure she'd know just how to make a big success of it. I see. Well, guess there's no point in my hanging around here. I've got work to do. Oh, but Lefty, it's early yet. Why don't you stay and chat with us a few minutes more? What's the sense? My opinion doesn't count for anything around here. No, I'll go outside where I belong. Oh, dear. I might have known Lefty would react like that to Bell's coming. Do wish he'd get over his bitterness toward her. Oh, well, he probably will eventually. I hope so. I guess the best thing to do is just to ignore it. Go ahead with any plans we might have regardless. I feel I couldn't afford not to call Dell in. She's exactly the right person to get this place for the young people started. You can probably help out a lot, too, dear. I'll do anything I can, Aunt Mary. You know, you know the sort of music the high school boys and girls want? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Peggy, you're so quiet. Am I? What is it, dear? You're not yourself this morning. I'm sorry. I've been thinking. Aunt Mary, Bill was here last night. He was. Didn't Lefty mention it? I know. Oh, I... I thought he would. He probably expected you to. How is Bill, dear? He's all right. Aunt Mary? Yes, dear? Bill told me... Well, he said that Kit decided to give him a divorce after all. I see. When did this happen? Just recently. She went out to see him and explained that she'd changed her mind. Didn't want to make a fuss about it. Oh, it's so much better that way. I know how Bill dreaded the thought of having to fight it through in court. Yes. I'm very glad for Bill. And for Kit, too. Hmm. This must mean she realized it was the only clean way to settle things. Maybe. Oh, I almost wish Bill hadn't told me. Why, Peggy? Oh, it was different before, when I knew Bill was married to Kit and... And it seemed to be definite and final. And then when Bill told me how things were between them, I, I hoped he'd get his freedom because it was right for him. I didn't feel that it had anything to do with me, whatever happened. Well, of course it had something to do with you, dear. 
with all of us who are Bill's friends. I mean, me personally. Oh? Nicholas was such a comfort to me in those days. When he first came here and I was all mixed up, I thought if we were married that that would be the solution to everything. Now I understand why he was so convinced that we should postpone our wedding. Nicholas was right, Aunt Mary. Well, Peggy, dear, you know I've thought that all along. Yes, and you tried to make me see it. But I couldn't. Or at least I didn't want to face it. But last night when Bill told me that he and Kit would be divorced very soon, that he'd be free, well, I, I couldn't deceive myself any longer. I am in love with Bill, Aunt Mary. I wish it weren't true, but it is. If you're being honest with yourself, that's the main thing, whatever happens. Oh, I don't know, Aunt Mary. I don't know. Well, it's much better to be clear about how you feel, no matter how painful it may be. But now I don't know what to do. I'm terribly fond of Nicholas. I, I wouldn't want to hurt him for anything. Nicholas is a very unselfish and understanding person, Peggy. His main concern is your happiness. That's evident from the fact that he did insist on postponing the wedding. Yes, I know, but well, that makes it all the harder. He's been so considerate, so decent all the way through this thing. Uh, think of it this way, Peggy, dear. Would Nicholas be happy married to you when you feel as you do about Bill? That's what I'm not sure about. Sometimes I, I think I could make him happy, even so. But maybe I'd forget about Bill gradually after Nicholas and I were married. Well, Peggy, it's impossible to calculate exactly what people are going to feel under certain circumstances. Human emotions are so delicately balanced. But I think it's safe to say that the idea of marrying someone you don't love deeply and truly is almost certain to lead to unhappiness for both people. You know... Even people who love each other have a hard time making an adjustment. Yes, I know, Aunt Mary. But, well, I don't want to be single all my life. I want to have a home and a family. Why, of course you do, darling. And you should have. But that's what worries me so, Aunt Mary. Because I probably never will if I wait until I feel about someone else the way I do about Bill. And I, I know there's no hope for Bill and me. If it weren't for Kit's baby, it'd be different. But this way, I don't know what to do. But I wonder how you'd feel, Peggy, if you knew that the child you feel to be such an obstacle is not the son of Bill and Kit Mead, is actually the son of Lisa Fenner, who is living in Chicago with Lily Devon, your own friend and former confidant. If Lisa were to confide in Lily, as you did once yourself, perhaps the truth would be revealed. <laughs> 